Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Big G. What's up, brother? How you doing again? Back again at the coffee shop. What else is new, right? I know. We've been doing this for been doing this for a stretch. Hey, hey, hey folks, if if you want to connect, um Mikey's great to connect with. Um podcast at sober.coffee yeah, right. is our is right. our it's show email, email address, right? Totally anonymous. So and I know some people's emails have like their names on it and stuff. Trust me, we're not posting that anywhere. It'll be your your information will be kept anonymous. But if you want to contact us, just kind of, you know, you know share some insights on the show, some Yeah, we know, get some great get some great feedback. Yeah, great. And a lot of yeah, a lot of our topics are driven by kind of feedback that we got. Also, there's writings on the um, oh, on the uh, website oh. that you could check out. So a weekly blog goes out there. I think someday I week. think we should turn those writings yeah into a coffee table book. A coffee table book. Yeah, I I just I think you put some sexy pictures with all those writings. Man, you got yourself a masterpiece. <laughs> so pictures of you, pictures of you. <laughs> oh right, <laughs> that my, would not be a bestseller. Song. Yeah, right. Favorite song by The Cure. Yeah. Pictures so so listen, I want to jump right in today. Oh, I know, look at you, yeah. Mr. Focus. Uh, I know, on, right, man. right? We right? have an agenda. We do, because last week we had uh, Bruce. Bruce and Karen are joining us again this week. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Karen. Hello. Hello. Um, joining us again this week at the coffee shop. And last week, uh, Bruce kind of unpacked uh, some details on his journey. And um, it's just so special. I'm so excited to have this two-part series because um, they shared at an open Sunday morning meeting um, a couple of weeks ago. And it was just so inspiring. Bruce's story, I connected with so much of, of where he was in his journey. You know, we didn't, we didn't use the same way, but we ended up at the same place. And, uh, and then sitting at the table with us is Karen, who, you know, had, was a passenger on the, in the car of this life that it was going off the road and she's hanging in there and, and uh, it turns out she comes on and shares, after Bruce shared, she comes on and shares about her journey with Al-Anon and how Al-Anon changed her life. And I'm like, we got to get this out. i got to package this somehow into the podcast world. And so I'm so grateful you guys are back. Yeah, we're um, happy to be here. Bruce, what a great, thank you so much. What a yeah. great combo. Yeah, right? I mean, sh- shame I missed that breakfast. Yeah. Because I yeah. love breakfast. But it's no. good. So well, we'll, try and, <laughs> yeah. we'll try and recapture it. So... So, Karen, um, you know, you shared your story a little bit, uh, the journey that you took. I know you you chimed in a little bit last week when Bruce was talking through his story. I really appreciate your honest and open, um, you know, reflection of where you were. And uh, love to hear more about, and I'm going to shut up in a second here if I can stop myself, but... You can't. There's bad brand about Al-Anon. You know, people go, Al-Anon, oh, you know, that's just where people get around and, you know, come. If there's bad brand from AA, people think that's just a, excuse my language, a bitch session. But but then there's people that, like my wife and, and others in my life, who thought, they don't get me. They, they don't understand my problem. You know, they... Uh, it's unique, and I also heard you say at the end of last week, you know, there's that shame that comes into it, and that 
that remorse and what am I doing? Why, why, what am I doing wrong? And all those things. Anyway, I have found Al-Anon to be a very healthy environment. The ones I go to, I have alcoholics in my life. I go to Al-Anon meetings and I found a good group who's open, honest, and focused on Michael's health, not on my alcoholics problem. So, so share with us a little bit what kind of got you to this part of the journey and uh, desperation. Desperation, yeah, right. Hey, Beautiful amen. gift. It was. Yeah, right? It was very motivating. Uh, well, and, and you know, when I first came in, first came into a recovery mode, it's like I didn't realize I was needed recovery. Yeah, I really yeah. felt that this was not my problem. Mm-hmm. Um, it was totally Bruce's problem, and I was very resentful of that, and mm-hmm. that um, we were dealing with his problem. And uh, when we were going through... Uh, um, a recovery program. It was a family focus. And then I was very angry about that. Like, why do I have to go through this program? Right. Why do I have to be here? It's one just go thing. fix yourself, Bruce, yeah, and I'm come like, back I'm when you're like, ready. It's, it's just not my problem. Right, sure. And so that was where I started. I started out with, it's every his problem, not my problem, and I just wanted to go away. Mm-hmm. And then as he was going through the program, he was really doing, like, unbelievably well. He was, mm-hmm. like, working these steps. I'm like, What? And, mm-hmm. and he was he was just focused on that, recovering. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, well, where am I? I'm like, you know, in the wind with this. And then this group that we were going through, the rehab group that we were going through, um, finally when the counselors came up to me and they're like, you need to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You, you need to go to Al-Anon. Uh, you need, and I'm like, oh, great, just what I need. One more thing to do, yeah, right. another group. And I was not a group person mm-hmm. because, of course, I thought I was totally in control and totally knew what was going on. And what sort of help did I really need? Yeah, right. So as I struggled through that, I went. I did go to a couple different groups. And one of my favorite stories is that I sat down at the table and attended. It was a bunch of men actually at the, mm-hmm. at at the um, at the group I had gone to, thinking I was walking into an Al-Anon meeting. Sure. And they started, you know, I'm like, hi, I'm Karen. I'm married to an alcoholic, and they're like, oh. You're in the wrong meeting. Oh, no. <laughs> They're like, you want to go to the meeting in the hall, you know, okay. which had like, you know, four ladies yeah, in it. Yeah, right. And, but one of the guys like just in the, as an offside, it politely said, well, you're here because of us. Yeah, right. <laughs> you want to go to that meeting. <laughs> so I did. I went to that meeting and it took me a while to find, you know, we refer to it as a home group and mm. our, our program very, very strongly mirrors AA. It's mm. the same steps and traditions. They mirror mm. each other and we... Even in our traditions, we, you know, speak of supporting AA. That's, yeah, that's our, you know, right. when we do that. We do, we respect that. Right. And the thing is that in, in Al-Anon, we have to turn it over to regain our, sad, our, our sanity. You know, in my case, that was always questionable as to what my sanity really where really was at. But right. Well, isn't <laughs> but, that funny? I love that. It, it, the second step says it will retor- restore us to sanity. And I'm thinking, did I ever, was I ever sane really? even? <laughs> right. Where do we go with that yeah, one? Yeah, right. So I did find a home group and I just, and it was, took me a while. I didn't really, I didn't really share and, you know, I, cause everything, my, all my thoughts were, I'm here because of Bruce. I'm here because mm-hmm. of Bruce. I'm here because, and when I went into the meeting, no one sat there and said, I'm here because of so-and-so, right. my son, my husband, whatever. Everybody sat there and just shared like what they did, how they did things. And there's things that just came out of the meetings that were like incredibly helpful and the thing that was also impressive is how they would endearingly talk about the alcoholic in their life. You know, my husband, the alcoholic, and you know, when we go to when we go to social events, we've learned, um, you know, he'll we'll drive separately, so that way, if one of us needs to take off, we can do it. And we're not trapped mm-hmm. there. And I just thought, 
what a great idea. And, um, you know, I think last week Bruce talked about, you know, having to leave our son's party right. early. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you just learn these things from other people who are just sharing right. their experiences. And that was the thing that helped me get on this journey. And the other thing was, you know, when I started doing the steps, I was like, why, why do I need to do the steps? And why do I even need to be in a group? Yeah, right. <laughs> and then when I would sit at this table and people would share, I was just like, oh, my gosh, these people are worse off than me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they they are still endearing and loving and working the steps. And I just learned that I have no control over anybody else. You know, I have to turn it over to God. Mm-hmm. It's just, I was at step one. Mm-hmm. I said I had no control over alcoholism. I had no control over my husband. And I really had no control over myself at this point. Isn't that awesome? You know, the one thing that I walked away from, and you just reminded me of your Sunday morning meeting, the one thing I walked away from was your unconditional love throughout that because I've got like I said an alcoholic in my life and and I was forgetting the love part. I still wanted to fix, manage, and control, right? And and do the right, all the right, do all the right things. And your message to me that Sunday morning was just love on that person. That's that's all you can do. Quick temp check. She starts going to Alan on Bruce. How does that make you feel? Awesome. Really? I was more than happy. I was like, that this is great. She she can go and kind of figure out that she's got her own issues that she needs to work right. on and not focus See, on See, honey, me. I told you you had all these issues. <laughs> right. right. I've told I, you this for years. <laughs> and I was trying desperately, like I said earlier, sometimes in early recovery, when you're both in recovery, yeah. you sit there and take each other's inventory. Sure. That my belt, One of my best advices is when you get into that and both you're in recovery, keep to yourself the problems within you, work on you as the individual. Mm-hmm. Don't so, focus on them. So... <clears throat> I love your answer. I would have had a totally different answer, and it just in an instant became clear why. You said amazing. I would have been intimidated because then Karen would have learned about alcoholism the right way, and I would have tried to, I would have controlled the dialogue up to that point, and, and, I'm, and she would have now started seeing reality versus Glenn's story. So I would have been scared and I would have been intimidated because I wanted people to keep believing my line of bullshit. Yeah, I was... So I love your Yeah, I was more focused on... I knew we were both sick, you know, spiritually ill. There was no doubt about it. And like she said earlier last week, she kind of got... I was making changes and she saw it and... I remember her approaching me and saying, I don't know what to do. You're kind of leaving me in the dust. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, sweetie. And she's like, you're making all these changes for the better, and I'm standing here. You're still, because you're still, still, you get dealing with the consequences of life in this. Yeah, she's still in that angry face. Absolutely. Which is understandable. Positively. I felt like an explosion had gone off. And I was sitting there in all the debris. Yeah, Yeah, look, Ma, the tornado's gone. Yeah, the tornado's gone. You know what? That is so key because I've had sponsees' wives call me. One in particular, she's like, Glenn, I'm scared. I'm like, why are you scared? She goes, well, he's getting better. He, Mm -hmm. He used to have a D game, and now he's probably has A game, maybe moving to A plus game. And she goes, because he had D game, I had D game. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I am so far removed from where he's at and where he's going and and what he's learning and, and his zest for life. And and she goes, for years, 
I was great for him because he had D game. She goes, now I think I'm not good enough for him. Wow. And I'm like, wow. You know, I mean, just that level That's of. It's painful. Of, yeah. you know, right. you're, you're, I mean, because there's a lot of <laughs> dynamics that are changing. Right. right? Well, and, I think a lot of it is your self-esteem. You right. You know, is that your self-esteem is really beaten up mm-hmm. during this process. And for both for, for both, both people, but yep. you know, I think the thing is, you just don't see it because you're both hurting. I think one of the things that I heard from a wise person was that you're both on your own own train tracks, you know, mm-hmm. and that you're going on a journey separately in different directions. And if you stay on your journey and you do it well, you'll both meet on the same train track. So yeah. that's where Bruce and I we, we had a kind of a circle thing, you know, yeah. where we were both at the top together, not liking each other. Things were not going well. Then we both got in recovery. And kind of pulled away from each other, you know, still living sure. together, still loving each other, right. but separating ourselves with love, working on ourselves, and then coming full circle to the bottom and meeting up together, you know, nine, ten months down the road mm-hmm. and seeing, is this going to work out? How's it gonna how's this gonna work for us? So but you both have to make changes. If one person makes change, the odds of you guys staying together, I don't think they're too good yeah and, and, you know? and that's what just blows me away about this love story you know is that you through the tragedy you you guys kind of hung on to this kind of love kind of thing through the pain and the work i mean i love i love your circle analogy i wish we could show it visually well i think the thing is i'm going to be very clear that my love was there but we're, during this journey, I was very angry. Sure. I was very angry. And it caused a lot. Of, it actually cost me <clears throat> my friendships because I my friends would say, get divorced. Right. Just get divorced. And it's, you know, so much it's like surgery. Just cut it off and you're done. Yeah, right. But when I got into Al-Anon, nobody said that. Mm-hmm. Nobody said that at all. In fact, they, they said, don't make any changes. Just mm-hmm. listen. Listen and learn. And I did. And it was, I was like, or one time I was sharing my story. I was sitting next to a man who was first. It was his first meeting, and I shared my story. And he says, "That's my story." Mm. <laughs> I just yeah. looked at him. I said, "That's all our stories. Yeah. <laughs> We're all the same stories. Just the faces of change. Sure. It's just that we all have that pain Love and it. hurt. And it's just, it's just you. Just I, I think the thing is, you know, first of all, you have to learn that you have no control over anybody else. The alcoholic, whoever, you know, we didn't cause it." We can't cure it, and we can't control it. And a, a lot of my personality trait is on control. Sure. You know, I like to be in control. And being out of control, to me, was what was really causing my disruption. Scary. I was very scared. I was very angry. And again, I just wanted it to go away. But the only way I could do that was by myself. Mm-hmm. I had to do it myself. I had to change. And by going through this program, I made new friendships. You know, And I learned how to nu- nurture things. And I learned the the 12-step program is something I use every day, even at work. Like, Mm -hmm. if I'm having a bad moment, I will do the serenity prayer. Mm -hmm. And it's all like a reset. It just changed my way of thinking. And the other thing that that changed in my life was was really developing my relationship with the God of my my understanding and and getting involved in that aspect. So I started branching out not only through Al-Anon, but also into my spiritual journey. And between those two... That was my healing power. That was what brought it together. So it was just, it was to me, and I'm not saying it was easy. It wasn't no, easy. Sure. Oh my right. gosh, it was horrible. A lot of work. It was just horrible. It was a lot of work. And, you know, so, but going through the steps and, and getting a sponsor. Mm-hmm. I also got a sponsor and a sponsor would, okay, we're at step one, you know, and then I'd be at step three. And then I'd call up and she's like, 
Karen, you're back on one. You're at step <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, you're totally out of control. You don't control alcoholism. Right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I really feel like I should. Yeah. I think the other thing is that even though Bruce wasn't drinking and drugging, is that that personality was still there. You know, right. the, the, the things that he, the way he is, didn't just go away because mm. he wasn't drinking and drugging. You right. know, those don't just go away. Those are also things. And sure. the same thing with my behavior. They just don't go away. I have to practice. Yeah. I have to work at it all the time. That's great. Yeah. What What is your, um, so collectively, what's your advice to the listeners early in their journey? I, uh, I think early, you don't want to hear a ton from the uh, Al-Anon side early in the journey is, I hear this, I'll hear five or t- five or six times within an hour conversation. I just want it to go back to normal. Right. You need to understand, you're not going back to where it used to be. Right. But the awesome part is the potential. It can be better than right. what it was if you're willing to go through the work and do the program and just do what is asked of you, right. you know, and, and work it. So the potential is, hey, I don't have to go back to normal. I can go back to awesome, yeah, right. you know, if I if mm. I play my cards right, you know. But both of us as individuals, you have to work on yourself. You know, Karen has her own problems. I have my own problems. Right. And those were developed before sure. we even That's got right. together right. 34 right. years ago. Absolutely. Right. They you were know, developed in they were, youth. Right. They were just exacerbated That's by, right. by sure. me, right. you know. right. And I, get, I take that accountability. Right. You know, well, and you bring up a good point because by going through this program now, here I'm an adult, working mother and, you know, wife, and going through the program. And also, I also went through counseling, is that I, mm-hmm. I realized I was a, an adult child of an alcoholic. Right. Because I grew up with a certain, with alcoholism in my family, but I thought that was normal. Yeah, sure. I thought, you know, they drank, they, you know, they hung around people that drank, right. and I right. just thought that was a normal way of life. And when retrospectively, I'm like, where I'm at, the choices I've made, the person I selected to marry, very much had to do with the way right. I was. I I grew up, you know, mm-hmm. my values. So it was just it was something I think. And again, early in the program, it was people walk in the door and they're just like they just again you feel like you're a victim. Right. You're know, like I sure. I didn't I, I I've never people will say I've never there's no alcoholism in my family. Where did this come from? And the money's all gone. And I'm I'm like I'm trying to you know I'm looking for him at night. And you're just we're, he's at the bar and we've got, I've got kids in the car and you know and it's just like you spend so much time focusing on that other person and mm. their behavior. It's so destructive. And when you just let it go, it's such a relief. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to get to that point where you let it go. And that's why it's so important to go to meetings. Oh. And even when I talk to people about Al-Anon and, you know, people say, well, they just tell you to get divorced. And I'm like, I have, I have been to many meetings and no one has ever said <laughs> to anybody, get divorced. In fact, you don't get advice. You share. You share. This is what I do. This is what I did. I'm having a bad day. And this is what I did. And even in, and then if someone really needs support, you can talk with them after the meeting, or that's when we start talking about sponsorship, where you need a sponsor, someone who can work more intensely with you. So you have sponsors in sure. Al-Anon? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. In fact, this is a little sharing, is that uh, recently Bruce was sponsoring somebody, and his wife kept calling him. <laughs> and so Bruce is like, you know, 
you really need to talk to someone from Al-Anon. <laughs> That's something I do. Yeah. And, I, and I'm going to just say at the time, I wasn't really that active in Al-Anon because it was a pandemic right. and I hadn't been going that much. I was very involved in the church and work and stuff like this. And I just thought, oh, I'm not really sure. And I thought, is it like a bicycle? Can I get back on? Would I be, you know, you you, you don't feel sure, sure of yourself. Like, am I yeah. a person that can be a sponsor? Should I be doing that at this point? Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, it was the best thing I ever did. Oh, my gosh. It's like smelling the roses again. It's like helping somebody else. It is just, it Isn't was it like, something? you know, we went through the, we're going through the 12 steps and I'm like going through my book, we uh, used a blueprint know, and I'm right. looking at what I, and where I was at when I went yeah. through this. I'm like, oh my gosh, you yeah. know, I forgot about that and what a journey it's been. So sponsoring someone doesn't take rocket science. It's just sharing, you know, yeah. and helping them get into the journey. Yeah. And it's, that's what it is. It's all about giving back once. And it's not like we've all got it together 24 seven. I have learned more about the AA program through sponsoring folks Mm -hmm. than I ever did going through it myself. Yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna teach it, you better know the information. I mean, because every time I have a sponsor, you go through steps. I redo the steps with them, Mm -hmm. and and I mean, it's an interactive, you know, exercise, and I just learn learn from other people so much. So, how long you been married? 34 as of July 21st. 34 years, right? 34 years. Right. So, let me ask you a two part question. Number one, are you alive and still married without AA and LNN? What's your life like had you not? We would not be married. You would not be married. We would not be married. I think I probably would have passed away. Either by my own doing, suicidally, or just overdosing. Overdosing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Couldn't find that Narcan in time. Right, uh, I I had one of those episodes where I, mm-hmm. where I could find my Narcan, but I couldn't find a syringe mm-hmm. to inject myself, and I was like, "Well, Bruce, your respiratory rate's about four a minute." Yeah, you're medical, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is not going to be good if she comes home and finds you dead on the floor, yeah. Yeah. or your son, you and, know. And we had no idea it had escalated to this point, but, but. So I agree. I think that in retrospect, we have shared these stories with each other. I mm-hmm. had no idea. At the time, what well, reality was what it was at that mm, time. Sure. I mean, I thought I knew things were not going well, but I didn't know. And at the same time, I just like I was just like, oh, I just can't do this. I just can't do this. Yeah. And I just so if we didn't have that journey and develop those friendships and those relationships and those programs, it it wouldn't have saved our lives uh-huh. and our relationships. We wouldn't be here together. Uh-huh. And again, it wasn't an easy journey. We were very angry with each other. It was a process, and you know, some days it was one step forward, forward two you know, steps two back, steps right? Forward. You know, it's very difficult, very yeah. difficult. And then we were juggling with trying to maintain a normal, you know, I hate to say normal, what's normal, right. but we had a son at the time that, you know, right. so we we're trying to sure. keep that balance there. And every, you know, it's our story is not unique, right? You know, no. it's not a unique story. Yeah, we're not special. No. No. In fact, if anything, it was very eye-opening as to how many people are affected by no. the disease of alcoholism. That's right. And again, we're both in healthcare, and I'm going to tell you that in healthcare, you, you don't get a lot of sympathy at the bedside <laughs> from people who have a history of drug and alcohol abuse. I felt I felt that pain when I went into uh, into the hospital, and and uh, I there was an angel, and that was there, and he says, "We're going to get you into detox, but you're going to answer the questions." the way I tell you to answer them. And he made it very clear that nobody wanted me, and no one was paying attention to me. I was on a gurney in a hallway. He's like, be patient and answer the questions the way you need, 
I tell you to answer them. And I, he got me into detox, saved mm-hmm. my That's life. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. the uh, health care folks, when I was in the seventh detox in, in a month, the same same nurses <laughs> in the ER. They're, they, He's back again. Yeah, right. they were like, you can just suffer. We, you know. Yeah, right, right. I mean, that's reality, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just, draining, and, and people think you have control. They're like, why don't you just quit drinking? Right? Why don't you just yeah, quit drugging? Right. You sure, know, sure, it's like, sure. Yeah, I, it's, it's, that yeah. Easy. I yeah. experienced that because I was I'm treating all these people who are addicted, sure. and then all of a sudden I'm became one yeah and and i was sensing it as it was progressing i'm like you knew it I, at first i was like well you got a little problem but you can control it sure and then it excelled and i'm like you're in deep now you know you know mm-hmm. and wow. and it totally changed the way that i treat treat an alcoholic sure. yeah. or you know you, someone you, have, in you understand you have you have a, i know i i I, I personally understand what yes. you're going through yes. you right. know what i mean and sometimes i'll break down and tell them where I'm, my journey yeah. where i've been and it you know it's such a such a pivotal thing this program when you first get in it you know and i and it's it's a lot of you know what ifs but the it, it can go either way and it's really just up to you you know if you if you don't treat it it's going to progress on you right but on the other hand if you treat it you don't have to go back. Like I said, you don't have to go back to normal. You can go above that. Right. Beyond Things can right. be right. beyond that yep. and right. be. The potential is awesome. Right. You, you know, but you love you it. just got to put okay. your ego aside. Yep. Love it. Love, love it. Love it. Love that potential. Hey, I can't believe we're out I know, of time. It's ten, ten weeks. I know. No, I'm telling. I'm telling you, it's we so could good. do ten weeks with you guys. You got to got to come back. We got to explore this more. Great stuff. Just on closing. Anything you want to tell the Al-Anon, potential Al-Anon people that might be like, uh, yeah, she said some really good stuff, but anything else? Well, I, well first of all, there's uh, niafg.org where you can go on and look for a meeting. We'll put that on our resource right? room. Right, so there's, okay. you can you know go on there. It's very easy, uh, meeting within 5, 10 miles of where you're at. Um, the other thing is it's work. You have to work it. It's not right. going to magically go away. You have to work it, and you need a friend. And that's where you can find a friend is at Al Anon. Someone who can help you get through it. We'll get you know we'll get you through it. Excellent. And Bruce, for for how did you stay sober all these years? Uh, the quote would be twenty four hours at a time. time. But uh, the reality is, I understand on a daily basis that the ill cannot counsel the ill. So I can't do this by myself. You know, the the guy who brought on the same, uh, the right. illness is not going to be able to cure it. Yeah, it, what, it, what does Glenn say? The same brain that got you here yeah. is going to be the same brain yeah. that's going to fix you. Yeah, it. I think right. that's right. an Einstein yep. thing, right. you know. Right. And right. At yep. least he was smart enough yeah. to figure that out, and finally I became yeah. smart enough. But, you know, you're not going to be able to uh, treat yourself and do this alone, right. surrender, and just take the help and move on with your life. And it, it can be much better than it ever has been. I heard it. Guys, you thank guys. you thank so, you so much. much for coming yeah, thanks in. Thanks for having man. us. Okay. Absolutely fun. amazing. Thank you. All right, come back. See you guys okay. in the rooms. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for joining us for today's Coffee Chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.
city.